Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Cyberspace. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's Saturday, May 11th, yeah, 2013. Once again, welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. We uh, got a great show for you this evening. Wow. We, um, so many things going on in the world, y'all. We don't even know where to start at tonight. We, we we was gonna, <coughs> you know, we own our uh, reviewing our uh, twelve disciples, our our latest uh, undertaking. Uh, so uh, we're down to. I guess uh, this evening is going to be about the fifth, sixth, uh, one of, a, of the twelve, William Monroe Trotter. We're going to be touching on him uh, in the second uh, second half of the show this evening. Uh, William Monroe Trotter, one of our uh, twelve disciples. Uh, um, that's our new uh, new work uh, project we're working on. Our twelve disciples: the rise and fall of Jim Crow. Uh, that's the title of it. Summit. <laughs> Somebody told me that was a Jim Crow ain't feel you. <laughs> hey, there's some truth to that too, y'all. Hey, no doubt, there's some truth to that. Um, just listening at the uh, conversation in the country today, the mood of the country today. <clears throat> there is a lot of uh, uh, craziness uh, going on. That uh, you think uh, uh, Jim Crow was uh, well in li- uh, uh, well in the line <laughs> in some parts of the country? Ain't no doubt. We we <clears throat> hey y'all. It's about seven o'clock here in the ATL, y'all. Just a beautiful day in the in the um, the city here. Beautiful weekend. Been in the yard all day, y'all, trying to catch up on some uh, yard work. So we, uh, we, uh, had a chance to get out there today and, uh, do a little, a little, uh, yard work. And the pollen is just about gone. Here's one thing. I can get out there now with the pollen, uh, just about out of here with the rain we've had. Just about, uh, we can get out there on the golf course and don't have to, uh, <laughs> don't have to, uh, worry too much. Hey, uh, we, uh, got to touch on, uh, a few things, uh, the Republicans brought this Benghazi gate up again, and uh, as a political stunt, you know, 
<laughs> it's a political stunt trying to uh I suppose they're trying to uh derail uh, Hillary Clinton uh in twenty sixteen. Now, you know, that's a long ways off, y'all. That's that's twenty sixteen. You know, why why are we why is this Congress um so intent on superfluous BS uh, instead of doing uh, the people's business is is completely beyond me. Hey, the hospital don't know, y'all. Hey, and you know, you know that's what we do, too, try to make sense of things that uh, just don't make no sense. Well, this Congress, <laughs> this Congress for sure uh, don't make no sense, y'all. This do not nothing Congress that we have uh, don't make no sense, and we uh, we've got to start looking at replacing these jokers in, in 2014. Yeah. Looks to me like that's going to be the only way to uh, to get this government um, moving up there. Yeah, we're going to have to replace some people. This do-nothing Congress that we have now who's running uh, uh, some phony, faked-up uh, hearings on something that happened two years ago almost, <laughs> or a year ago at the very least, uh, uh, now is uh, 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 wasting time on it again. And uh, 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 one of the jokers, uh, uh, Plunkett, under Boehner, talking about uh, having another vote on uh, to repeal Obamacare. They done had 39 votes in the Congress to repeal it. Uh, each of them failed. And now they talk about having another one to uh, uh, repeal it again. See, that is a waste of uh, of our money, of taxpayers' money, if you, uh, of the uh, persuasion that uh, those tax dollars are yours once you give it to the government. Uh, <laughs> I I for one, I'm not, by the way. <laughs> but that's another story. But uh, be that as it may, it's a waste of uh, 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 the tre- the uh, 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 treasury. Uh, them uh, wasting time on uh, junk that's not relevant uh, to uh, that's not relevant to uh, uh, the people's business. Uh, and we need, and we got a lot of business <laughs> that need attend- uh, attending to here, y'all. Uh, the country has a lot of business that that uh, is in dire uh, need of uh, uh, attention, attention by this uh, Congress, and uh, they are marked down in this uh, political implosion there. The Republican Party—that's the problem there, y'all. That's just them getting around that thing. That Republican Party is a problem, and it's a problem because they uh, are going through this uh, uh, this implosion. Uh, 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 the various factions within that Republican Party uh, can no longer uh, coexist. And uh, I, I write about it, yeah. <laughs> I write about it in my book, my new book coming out here shortly, of Racism and Hate, uh, an American Dilemma. 
is the title of it. But uh, yeah, it uh, go back and look at uh, uh, racism uh, from the beginning of the country, and then uh, uh, its effect on the uh, society, and uh, just uh, brought it forward all, all the way up to today, and to where we are today uh, with it. It's still as uh, manifesting itself today in uh, the right wing part of that Republican Party. Remember, that section of the party is nothing more than the old uh, Dixiecrats uh, that existed in the South. Uh, yeah, that old uh, uh, Eastland Talmud uh, crowd, that uh, uh, the Dixiecrats that was in vogue uh, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s here in the South, yeah. No doubt. That uh, wing of that Republican Party uh, has uh, taken over the party. And uh, now the, uh, the so-called moderates that uh, uh, was there when uh, the Dixiecrats uh, got there, uh, they had a, a, a odds with them. They can't uh, figure it out. And then you got this other uh, <laughs> this other uh, 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 uh Faction uh, somewhere uh, in between them, uh, so you got a three-headed monster up there uh, that can't uh, that can't uh, coexist, and uh, uh, an illegitimate marriage, I call it, uh, that uh, finding that marriage uh, uh, more and more uh, unworkable, and and uh, uh, but as a result, uh, the country uh, uh, suffers. The country is suffering. The country is suffering, and uh, the National Rifle Association, you know, that that organization is really uh, has gotten out of control. The National Rifle Association has really gotten out of control. Uh, when I joined the National Rifle Association in 1963 as a, a, a newly uh, <laughs> uh, a private in the a Marine Corps, uh, at, that organization was nothing more than a, a, a shooting uh, a, a fraternity for a riflemen uh, in Hunter. And now uh, that thing is nothing more than a right-wing uh, 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 Gestapo uh, uh, organization, as far as I can see. That thing is nothing more than a right-wing Gestapo uh, organization, railing against the government, yeah. Uh, and demanding all the guns and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, ammunition they can get their hands on. <laughs> That's a right-wing uh, uh, Gestapo uh, organization uh, pretty much advocating the overthrow of the government. That's what the NRA has evolved into, y'all. A right-wing Gestapo type of uh, fraternity uh Hell set on uh, overthrowing the government, from what I can see, and demanding all the access uh, to all the guns and uh, weapons of mass destruction that they can get their hands on. And make no mistake, uh, anytime you talk about some uh, uh, assault rifle, remember, all those things can be converted to automatics, automatic machine guns in about a second. Those things become weapons of mass destruction. That's what they are. That's what that boy had up there in uh, uh, Newtown, Connecticut. That boy killed uh, uh, 20-something people. That ain't no uh, 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 hunting rifle. That's a weapon of mass destruction, y'all. And the president should so uh, designate uh, uh, them as that. Those are weapons of mass destruction. 
and should be uh, uh, taken off the street. And would be, don't be for this uh, uh, Gestapo uh, 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 militia that's cropped up, uh, hell-bent on overthrowing uh, the government of this country, y'all. It's new president. Uh, it's new president, Jim Porter. <laughs> this is uh, uh, Mr. Jim Porter in an interview here uh, uh, after taking over the presidency of the NRA. I am, and I'm quoting this, y'all. Jim Porter, the new president, some attorney out of Alabama. This, uh, uh, we're gonna be nice out here on the hush my black for him now. <laughs> so this guy really got me, uh, got me uh, a teed off here. This is what uh, the new president of the NRA, Mr. Jim Porter, uh, had to say uh, upon assuming office. I'm very proud to be taking the lead here at the NRA. We need to really buckle down and strap on our best arguments to defend what is our God-given rights. No more northern folks trying to take away what is rightfully ours. I will not stand by and let some liberal elitists try to ruin what has made this country great, especially liberals of, you know, a different breed. <laughs> when asked to clarify, Porter said this, quote, I don't have to clarify. You know gall darn well what I mean. In fact, it's only a matter of time before we can own colored people again. They sure as hell won't be our leaders. It's outright embarrassing. The war of northern aggression made it all possible. And you uh, be best to know it's all going to change back. I'll be on the front lines making sure it happens. I don't want my grandkids growing up taking orders from a colored man. It's our God-given right to keep them as property and keep them in line. Now, <laughs> hey folks, that ain't no joke. This is what this is what the new president, one Mr. Jim Porter. Y'all Google him, Jim Porter. Google him. This is what the new president of the NRA uh, uh, said upon uh, assuming that office here over the past weekend. They had a convention down in Houston. He contends that uh, it's just a matter of time before he. Uh, would be owning uh, us colored folks again. <laughs> hey, uh, that 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 is uh, the NRA. That is uh, the Tea Partiers. That is the right wing component of that Republican Party today. That is a problem, y'all. This Harren Vock uh, a monster. Uh, uh, of a uh, uh, person here uh, has gotten his hands on uh, 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 quite a powerful uh, position there. Some five million members they claim to have. All with guns. <laughs> and this and this, this guy right here, if I'm reading his uh, 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 statement uh, uh, correctly, 
this guy's advocating uh, uh, overthrowing uh, the government right there, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Hey, no, no doubt. That is what the president of the NRA is doing, y'all, advocating overthrowing the government of the United States. Uh, that guy need to be on a terrorist list, y'all. The guy is dangerous. That guy is dangerous. Hey. <laughs> y'all better know. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum here. It's about a quarter after seven in the ATL, May 11th, 2013. Wow. Hey, you know what our motto is out here? To do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder. Uh, this might be <laughs> one of those necessities, y'all. <laughs> uh, this guy. That whole organization bear watching, y'all. We got to watch those jokers. This guy is dangerous here. He said the war of northern aggression, referring to the Civil War, uh, the war of northern aggression <laughs> allowed us to be uh, to be uh, set free and uh, no longer their property. He want that back. <laughs> he want that back. Wow. Hey, y'all, uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We'll be right back. We, we're we going to touch on this a little more here. We'll be right back, y'all. Hang in there. Hey, uh, we, uh, we don't know what happened to our, uh, our live broadcast out here. This thing don't seem to be, uh, don't seem to be, uh, doing what it's supposed to be, y'all. Uh. Hey, y'all, uh, welcome back, though, to the Hushmo Back Forum. We, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with you with, uh, I ran about one, Mr. Jim Porter, the new president of uh, that NRA. Uh, this guy's dangerous, y'all. We gotta 
keep an eye on him in that whole organization. Y'all hang there. We'll be right back. Something appeared to be going on here with my... Hey, uh, we don't know what's going on here with this thing. We're going to have to, uh, we, it looks like we're back on here, but we, we still are not satisfied with what's going on here with our hookup tonight. Uh, we've been talking about Jim Porter, the new president of the NRA, um, <clears throat> who uh, pronounced uh, upon taking office here this past week that uh it's just going to be a matter of time before he uh, would be on owning uh, colored people again. Uh, so, so we, we were we were touching on him. We're gonna we're gonna re uh, read his comments here. Uh, coming back off the break, y'all, we're gonna make sure this thing is working here because it doesn't look like to me uh, this thing was working when we uh, went over it the first time. But hang in there, we'll be right back. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
What's up? Hey, we're going to go back over a segment here of the show when we first started out uh, at the beginning of the show here. We we don't. We're just going to repeat. Uh, it bears repeating. You know. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, you know what we do? We advocate on behalf of uh, social justice, on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody, we do. We just uh, uh, happen to be uh, part of that community and by extension. Find ourselves advocating on their behalf. Uh, one of the things uh, we were talking about here, uh, uh, the uh, the mood of the country today and uh, how uh, my new book, uh, Racism and Hate in American Dilemma, how racism is still playing a part in uh, uh, society today. And uh, we were talking about, uh, and I'm going to repeat it again, the new president of the National Rifle Association, one Mr. Jim Porter, one Mr. Jim Porter, who assumed the presidency of that organization this past weekend uh, during their convention uh, down in Houston, Texas. Uh, he proclaimed upon taking uh, that office, a powerful office, a powerful office, uh, quote, I am very proud to be taking the lead here at the NRA, we need to really buckle down and strap on our best argument to defend what is our God-given rights. No more northern folks trying to take away what is rightfully ours. I will not stand by and let some liberal elitists try to ruin what has made this country great, especially a liberal of, you know, a different breed. When asked to clarify, Porter said this, quote, I don't have to clarify. You know gall darn well what I mean. In fact, it's only a matter of time before we can own colored people again. They sure as hell won't be our leaders. It's our right. It's outright embarrassing. The war of northern aggression made it all possible. And you be best to know it's all going to change back. I'll be on the front lines making uh, sure it happens. I don't want my grandkids growing up taking orders from a colored man. It's our God-given right to keep them as property and keep them in line. End quote. This this is, (laughs) hey, y'all. This this is from uh, the president of the NRA, uh, one Mr. Jim Porter, who just assumed that office this week, talking about uh, I will not stand by and let some liberal elitists try to ruin what has made this country great, especially a liberal, you know, of a different breed. <laughs> I don't want my grandkids uh, growing up taking orders from a colored man. It's our God-given right to keep them as property and keep them in land. Hey, now that 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 guy, he's he's part of the uh, 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 that implosion that's going on now uh, within that Republican Party, y'all, that wing of it. Uh, he's a remnant of that old uh, Dixiecrat uh, crowd uh, that uh, existed here in the South. 
uh, uh, during uh, the 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. Uh, uh, he's a direct descendant of uh, Eastland of Mississippi and uh, uh, all that in that crowd. Huey Long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what this guy is. Uh, and that uh, the old Dixiecrats who uh, uh, ran for shelter <laughs> or thought they uh, could find shelter after uh, uh, Brown overturned the Jim Crow laws here in the South, and they were uh, uh, went running for cover within the uh, Republican Party because they thought they uh, uh, could uh, somehow uh, coexist with uh, with them because after all, they was all uh, mostly white folks. Uh, that turned out not to be the case, y'all. Yeah. And we see in this messy divorce uh, uh, taking place uh, uh, today with the Dixiecrats, uh, uh, of which uh, this uh, character here, Jim Porter, is uh, uh, a part of, along with the uh, Tea Partiers and other extremists that uh, reside in that uh, 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 cesspool of a party now. Uh, 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 find themselves today uh, uh, in a messy, messy marriage that uh, is unsustainable. Uh, and uh, the country is suffering. The, com- uh, the country is suffering as a result of it. Oh, yeah, that's who's suffering. The country. Because you got a uh, half of that Republican wing up there in Congress is uh, 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 well, well, Let's let's put it this way: the tail, the tail, the extremist tail of that party is wagging uh, uh, the rest of them along there, y'all, and got them in a death grip. That's uh, tearing uh, the party apart and dragging the country uh, 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 down as well, y'all. Yeah, because uh, a, a characters like this, this is uh, this is the right wing right here. This guy. This guy represents uh, the thinking of that uh, Herrenvok uh, 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 democracy that existed here in the South. Uh, this guy, Jim Porter, this guy is dangerous, y'all. This guy is doing no more uh, than advocating overthrow of uh, the government here in the country. That's what he's doing. And he's head of the National Rifle Association, a powerful, powerful uh, organization. Some five million members heavily armed heavily armed. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, this guy need to be on some terrorist list. It's what he need to be, on some government terrorist list. Uh, this guy is dangerous, y'all. That whole organization is uh, uh, is nothing more than a, a Gestapo uh, 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 lynch mob, from what I can see. That's what it's turning into. Now, I'm, hey, I was a lifetime member myself. I joined back in 1963, y'all. Uh, when I was in the Marine Corps, Marine Corps required everybody to join when you first went in there. And I thought it was a shooting club. <laughs> and that thing done turned into something else now. I don't even know what it is. I'm scared to even look to see if I'm still a member. <laughs> hey, that thing is something else. Something I don't even recognize, y'all. I don't even know what it is. I, they don't even know how to even get officers. It's some, some, uh, uh, <laughs> this, uh, uh, this uh, secret group somehow elect uh, <laughs> the board of directors to the organization now. I, it's not a, a democracy uh, anymore. I don't know what it is. I, it's, it's something, yeah. They bear watching, though, because they, they, they're not talking about uh, Second Amendment rights any longer. They they way beyond Second Amendment rights. These folks are talking about overthrowing the government. 
at least the president uh, or, or of that organization is inferring. Yeah, he's talking about that war of northern aggression is going to be turned around. And he's going to be on the front lines making sure it gets turned around. And he ain't taking orders from no colored man, period. And that's the problem with that's the problem with that wing. They ain't taking no orders from no colored man. That whole wing of that uh, uh, that third of that uh, the extremists in that Republican Party, uh, regardless of what uh, uh, the consequences are uh, 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 to the country, they're not going to take any orders. They're not going to do any business with. Uh, this black president. That's what it amounts to, and that's what this guy came out and said. This is what this guy, Mr. Jim Porter, the president of the NRA, came out and said so. And he speaks for uh, the, that wing of uh, the Republican Party, y'all. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, y'all. Uh, how y'all doing this evening? Hey, it's just a beautiful weekend here in the ATL, y'all. Yeah. Hey, there's more going on in the world uh, than uh, the NRA, uh, although <laughs> uh, they front and center in the Hushmo's, uh, 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 uh line of view to this evening. They, they front and center. They front and center. When, this, when, when they got a character like this uh, as a president, this is a a, a, a right wing uh, organization that uh, should be uh, put on a terrorist list, y'all. Yeah, this organization might need to be put on a terrorist list. Yeah, because remember now, they're not talking about uh, uh, Second Amendment rights anymore. They they uh-uh, they they way beyond uh, Second Amendment rights. Yeah, they're, they're talking about uh, overthrowing the government, as far as I can tell. Yeah, that, that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about. Uh, 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 the right to bear arms. <laughs> They're not talking about that at all, y'all. They're talking about uh, the right to uh, uh, to uh, uh, to uh, raise an army and overthrow the government. That's what they're talking about. Yes, that's what they're talking about. That's what their leaders are talking about. I don't want to hear this junk about uh, uh, some Second Amendment rights. That's all. Hey, we done been through that. We know the deal on that. It, it's, it's damn near a a billion guns in the streets of this country. There's no way we're going to take them all back. There's no way the government can take them. Uh, so that's out. So that, that that assault on the Second Amendment, that's an old, tired, worn-out argument on uh, uh, the NRA's uh, part. That's an old argument. Uh, that ain't going to happen. Taking away the citizens' guns here in this country ain't going to happen. So, so uh, they're not... Uh, they're not def- they're not defending Second Amendment rights any longer. Those folks want uh, 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 to uh, be the government. <laughs> they they want to be the government. <laughs> that's that's their objective. Their objective is not to uh, uh, protect the Second Amendment. They want to be the government. That's what they that's their objective to be the government. <laughs> uh, imagine that. Yeah. Hey y'all. You know what we do out here, try to make sense of it. Things that just don't make no sense, and this one of them that we having a we having a hard time trying to make sense of uh, what's going on here uh, in the country, y'all. Uh, with uh, organizations like the NRA and the people 
that uh, running those organizations, like one Mr. Jim Porter, who's convinced that uh, it's just a matter of time that uh, me, uh, a person of color, an American of African descent, uh, would somehow uh, soon be his property again. <laughs> I, I, I can assure him that uh, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen uh, in my lifetime. <laughs> uh, I can assure him of that. Uh, it might be in his dreams, but uh, that ain't going to happen. Uh, but but be that as it may, this guy is dangerous. This guy is dangerous and uh, has just uh, ascended to a position of power. A position of power here as president of that uh, NRA, National Rifle Association. They say they got five million members, all of them heavily armed. All of them heavily armed, and this guy's the president. So if somebody said, "I, I don't know," <laughs> now that uh, uh, this is a dangerous situation here, yeah. This is a dangerous situation. As far as the Hirschman, uh, uh is concerned, uh, a dangerous situation, one in which uh, the Attorney General's office here in the country should probably look at that organization and see what those folks are up to. I, well, I'm sure somebody's looking at them. <laughs> They'd be crazy not to. I'm sure somebody's looking at them. Because these people is, uh, sound worse than uh, uh, some of those extremists who are uh, uh, blowing folks up up there in Boston. Uh, we got some homegrown groups here that's, uh, uh I'm not so sure if they're not uh, more dangerous than uh, the external uh, uh, terrorists. You got terrorists right here amongst us, y'all. <laughs> I like that uh, character down there uh, that just took over that uh, that NRA. Yeah. So we <laughs> we got our work cut out, y'all. We 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 can't uh, let our guard, guards down. Hey, this is not the time to let our guards down. I tell you that. Hey, we're gonna do all a little bit out here on the Hushmo Black Forum now, y'all. You know that's what we do. Hey, we're gonna talk. <laughs> hey, we on blog talk, y'all. Blog talk radio. Great, great medium, y'all, for getting your word out, getting your message out. Oh, yeah. Got a call-in number, 888-588-3814, y'all, 3814. 888-888-3814, y'all. 588-3814, y'all, is our new free call-in number. We, we don't take many calls out here, but we will from time to time. Uh, we pretty much done got bogged down the first hour dealing with the NRA and their new uh <laughs> A president, yeah. Yeah, so we uh we dealing with that uh for the first hour here. Got got to uh gonna take a quick look at uh William Monroe Trotter coming up in the second hour, you know, one of our uh, twelve disciples uh that we uh that we uh examine in our new uh undertaking. Our twelve disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow. Just looking at that whole era, uh, the separate equal era that existed in the country after 1865, clear up until 
Brown overturned it uh, in 1954. Uh, that period uh, is referred to as uh, uh, the Jim Crow era in a lot of uh, in a lot of uh, uh, circle. <laughs> so so we uh, we we look at uh, how how it all played out. The rise of it, uh, uh, our existence under it, uh, the eventual fall of it, uh, today's aftermath of it. We look at all of that in our in our, in the, our work. It's fascinating. We find we find here today that uh, yeah. <laughs> The Jim Crow laws that uh, so injured us uh, economically, uh, socially, uh, in every other kind of way in the society still exist uh, to a certain extent uh, today. Case in point being uh, this new uh, president of the NRA that we just... uh, Highlighted here one Mr. Jim Porter and the attitudes of uh, people like him. And they sit in Congress. People with his exact ideology sit in our Congress, y'all. That's, that's the dangerous part. People who believe that we <laughs> would soon be uh, their property again <laughs> sit in Congress today. So <laughs> we 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 got to remain vigilant here, y'all, and engaged. We've got to. Get engaged, more engaged with uh, the politics of what, <clears throat> what's going on in the country here. It's what we try to do out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. We uh, uh, is dedicated to that uh, goal, to, to you know, just to keep our uh, plight uh, uh, front and uh, center, uh, and calling out, calling out people like this uh, this new president here of the NRA. Because cause that guy uh, uh, speak uh, the uh, sentiment of uh, a lot of our lawmakers up there in Congress, y'all. Yeah. So we, we, we hey, it's a lot of our lawmakers that is thinking right along the same lines as this guy uh, here. We got to make a concerted effort to replace uh, those folks in that Congress, y'all, for 2014, we've got to make a, a, ex, a, a ex, <laughs> exerted effort to uh, uh, get out there and pound the streets and try to, you know, get those jokers out of office. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, you know, What else going on, y'all? 
We are trying to keep up with the uh, players tournament there. Tigers uh, hit a ball somewhere. He's got a, a rule out there. We don't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we don't know. We're trying to uh, keep up with it, but it's going to be dark pretty soon up there. And uh, we're on the tangent, yeah. We all over the place. We're looking at the sports. You know, we do a sports segment on here too. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. You got me the Hushmo, your conductor this evening. We driving this train. Yeah, <laughs> trying to keep it on the track, y'all. You know, it takes four people to do it. We doing it with one. I'm wearing four hats today: the conductor, the engineer, the brakeman, and the flagman. I'm flag. <laughs> the flag, you know, the guy who hang it off the caboose. With a flag in his pocket. <laughs> That's the flagman, y'all. <laughs> y- y'all don't know much about trains, do you? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Hey, y'all, but when y'all hear, uh, when y'all hear the... Y'all hear the... <laughs> Hey, y'all, uh, we, we all hear that horn, y'all. That's that train coming down the line, y'all. That's that train coming down the line. You know that something is uh, is about to come down there to get you. That's going to bite you, so you uh, get out the way. When, when you hear the hushbone sound, that horn, that's the westbound number nine, y'all. That's the westbound number nine. When I sound that horn... That's some serious stuff going on, y'all. And that's what, we, that's the first time we don't sound that horn, and and we don't know how many months, y'all. We had to we had to uh, sound that thing tonight on this uh, uh, NRA president, one Mr. Jim Porter. Uh, yeah. I don't want my. Grandkids growing up taking orders from a colored man. It's our God-given right to keep them as property and keep them in land. That's what the new, that's the philosophy of the new president of the NRA. He believes, and a lot in his party believes, right wing of his party believe that it's their God-given right. Their God-given right to keep them as property and keep them in line. That's colored people he's talking about, yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's his God-given right. Uh, uh, people like that is dangerous, and this guy just assumed a position of power, controlling or president of the National Rifle Association, the organization who claimed to have some five million members, uh, well armed. And looking at this guy's Statements. Now it's kind of made a uh, hell of a lot more statements than here. Aimed at this black president, y'all. 
He's done made a number of uh, crazy statements here. Uh, what he is, uh, <clears throat> is advocating in my mind uh, <clears throat> amounts to uh, overthrowing the government. Yeah, what what this guy's uh, uh, thinking is overthrowing uh, the government, stopping this northern aggression, this uh, uh, aggression by this colored man. Uh, uh, it's not about it's not about uh, any uh, Second Amendment uh, rights uh, no longer, y'all. That's not what the argument is about. That's you know we got a billion guns, <laughs> five five or six hundred million guns in the streets of this country. So we, we, we're not talking about Second Amendment rights. That's been well established in uh, our uh, society. So uh, they're, they're ta- uh, they are talking about uh, the overthrow of this president, of this government. That's what they're talking about. That's what this guy is, uh, is talking about. And I suggest that uh, <laughs> uh a whole uh, wing of that uh, uh, Republican Party share uh, his uh, ideology. The old Dixiecrat, uh, Heron Bach uh, ideology of uh, the old Dixiecrats uh, that once uh, uh, ruled the South, yeah. This guy's an offshoot of, of that uh, yoke, one Mr. Jim Porter is. Hey, y'all. Uh, welcome to the Hushmore Black Forum. You got me, the Hushmore, uh, driving this train this evening. Yeah, we done got uh, off on the tangent here. Y'all, this is important. It's, it's dead serious uh, stuff. Uh, the president of the National Rifle Association, an organization of some 5 million uh, gun-toting Americans, uh, suggests that... Uh, It's just a matter of time before we own us colored folks again. And inferred uh, the overthrow of the government to uh, make it happen, to turn it back to the way it was, in his uh, in his view. Uh, this guy is dangerous. This guy needs to be on the terrorist watch list, y'all. The NRA better run away from this character. If they want to uh, remain a viable organization, they better run away from uh, one Mr. Jim Porter. They better run as far as away from that guy as they can get. <laughs> hey, y'all. Uh, May 11th, y'all, yeah, 2013. 2013, you think it was 1913. <laughs> You'd think, listening to some of these characters here today, uh, uh, you think it was 1913. Uh, somehow we, uh, back in this time warp, <laughs> and uh, some of the politicians uh, 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 and some of the uh, attitudes in the country uh uh, replicate those that existed uh, in 1913, 100 years ago. 100 years ago, yeah. Wow. 
We don't know what to make of it. 7.56 here, y'all, in the city. That's the time. I don't know what the, what the weather is. The weather is beautiful here in Atlanta today, though. What the temperature is here? We ain't looked, uh, we just know it's nice. We, <laughs> that's, that's about what we know. We we, we know, uh, oh, no, it's, it's nice here in the ATL. Yeah, it's 70 degrees here, yeah. Yeah, it's 70 degrees out here. In the ATL, I mean, we, uh, hmm. Looks like we're going to get some rain this evening, though, but, uh. Hey, y'all. Uh, we're going to take another quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We're going to come back after the hour and, uh, Get into uh, a little Mr. Uh, William Monroe Trotter, one of our 12 disciples uh, in the the rise and fall of Jim Crow, a new project that that we are working on. Y'all hang in there. We'll be right back after the hour here. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
back for him, yeah. Hey, this evening's getting away. Y'all just have to eat already. Wow. We're into the second half of the show uh, already, y'all. We didn't spend too much time on anything uh, other than uh, one Mr. Jim Porter at the first hour talking about his uh, ideologies and uh, that of a lot of his uh, fellow Republicans. NRA uh, members. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna rush the judgment on uh, the the body of the NRA. Not just yet, but its leaders. There's a real problem with uh, the leaders of that organization. Yeah. There's a real problem here in the direction that they're dragging that organization. They're on a slippery slope to uh, uh, some serious uh, constitutional issues here, y'all, I believe, uh, with the leaders that they are empowering, uh, some of the leaders that they are empowering. uh, It's a dangerous uh, slippery slope that they uh, have put themselves on. Uh, In my mind, uh, the new president, one Mr. Jim Porter, is... uh, uh, doing nothing short of uh, advocating overthrow of uh, the government itself. That's what that guy is uh, advocating. Uh, not uh, any uh, 14th, uh, Second Amendment uh, protections. Uh, he's, not, uh, he's not arguing that at all anymore. Y'all keep that guy in mind. Keep him in your thoughts. Jim Porter the new president of the National Rifle Association. Y'all go out and Google him and uh, 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 keep him in your uh, psyche. <clears throat> we, uh, in our new work, uh, uh, Our Twelve Disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow, y'all, we uh, talk about uh, the Jim Crow era in the country, in that in our in in that work, uh, that period, the separate but equal period that existed here in the country for some wow ninety plus years from uh, eighteen sixty five clear up to uh, nineteen fifty four when Brown overturned uh, the so called Jim Crow laws, the separate but equal laws that existed throughout the country really now uh, uh, more prevalent uh, in the South. But, uh, yeah, they existed throughout the country. Because remember, when Plessy upheld the separate but equal laws in the country, uh, though the northern states uh, uh, didn't uh, 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 enact those same laws uh, on a social level, uh, they were applied in a lot of instances uh, through uh, labor unions and the workplace in the north. So, so yeah, we were uh, uh, this, uh, fourteen. We had Fourteenth Amendment rights uh, 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 violations throughout the country uh, because of the separate but equal laws, the very laws that was put in place to protect uh, uh, my people and me. That Fourteenth Amendment rights uh, uh, was taken away through uh, uh, laws itself. The very laws that was put in place to uh, uh, protect my rights in the society. 
was uh, superseded by other laws <laughs> uh, uh, in the country. Uh, yeah, that separate equal thing. It turned out that uh, uh, that was nothing more than uh, 14th Amendment rights violation, Associate uh, Brown. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, we uh, and we write about that in our in our uh, uh, new uh, work, uh, our twelve disciples. We we talk about twelve of our most prominent uh, uh, figures here in uh, 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 the black community here uh, in this country, who uh, was instrumental in uh, uh, sh- shepherding us through that era, uh, leading us through that era, and uh, uh, eventually bringing about about the the fall of Jim Crow. Uh, We picked up, now obviously, a lot of of folks had a hand in, excuse me, a lot of folks had a hand in, Doing away with Plessy, uh, the separate equal stuff. Uh, we just narrowed it down. Uh, there's no way we could uh, have the space to pay uh, proper uh, gratitude to everybody that uh, helped us along the way. So we narrowed it down to twelve, twelve disciples, <laughs> and uh, uh, no doubt uh, 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 there was many, many more. Uh, right now, we, uh, we're, we we've been over the last uh, over the last five weeks. We've uh, touched on uh, on uh, five of our twelve uh, disciples. Uh, one, Mr. Frederick Douglass. We led it off with Mr. Frederick Douglass. Uh, then we uh, went on to talk about uh, Sojourner Truth, uh, Harriet Tugman. Uh, Booker T. Washington. Last week we got on the W.E.B. Du Bois, and <clears throat> this week we kind of we're going uh, to take a look at another one of uh, our twelve disciples, William Monroe Trotter. William Monroe Trotter. Uh, most, to be honest, most in our community, America's African descent, don't have a clue who William Monroe Trotter is. They don't have a clue who that guy is. That guy uh, was one of our most uh, powerful uh, advocates uh, advocates for uh, civil rights back around the turn of the century, y'all. This guy came out of Harvard in 1895, graduated uh, 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 Summa cum laude, well, magna, magna, uh, sum cum laude is what he graduated. Magnum sum cum laude. He graduated that top of his class out of Harvard, one of the first blacks to graduate from that place, by the way, in 1895. He and uh, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois uh, got to be buddies. And uh, it says here, this is looking at uh, looking at as a critique on the internet, y'all. Y'all go Google him, William Monroe Trotter. William Monroe Trotter was one of the most candid, uncompromised, and overlooked champions of civil rights for Black Americans in the early 20th century. Uh, Trotter was a uh, 
orator, newspaper editor for the Boston Guardian, which he founded in 1901. Uh, William Trotter was born in Chillicothe, Ohio, uh, in uh, 1872, uh, moved with his family to Boston in 1879. Uh, let's see, prior to becoming a civil rights activist, Trotter attended Harvard, earning his bachelor's degree with honors, magnum sum cum laude, while becoming the university's first black Phi Beta Kappa member. Phi Beta Kappa, y'all, that's one big uh, uh, white uh, uh, fraternity. Uh, uh, you got to be a pretty good academic uh, uh, person to uh, get into the Phi Beta Kappa. William Monroe Trotter is perhaps best known as the first person vehemently opposed vehemently opposed the most powerful black leader at the time, Booker T. Washington. Now, I don't know. Uh, I, I got a different read on that. I got a different uh, read on that. Uh, in my uh, research, uh, uh, but every time you uh, uh, critique uh, or find somebody writing about our great leaders, uh there's always a, a, a some kind of uh, tension between uh, uh, William Monroe Trotter, W.E.B. Du Bois, and Booker T. Washington. And in my research, these folks weren't so much uh, uh, railing against Booker T. Washington. They were railing against uh, the establishment, the segregated uh, uh, separate equal establishments of that time. Uh, and they advocacy on behalf of Americans of African descent, they uh, thought it would be better for us to uh, be more confrontational and more demanding rather than uh, uh, be passive and uh, not engaging uh, like Booker T. Washington uh, 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 happened to think. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, in looking at my 12 disciples, I concluded that uh, with the help of one of our other disciples, one Mr. Charles Hamilton Houston, who we're going to get to, uh, he pointed out to the various factions of uh, the struggles of that time uh, uh, on behalf of our, uh, Americans of African descent, will it be uh, William Trotter, more militant style, him and the, uh, uh, or Booker T. Washington, more uh, passive uh, uh, style of uh, uh, advocating and trying to uh, uh, move our people forward. Uh, we needed all those folks. We, we, hey, we, we needed all of those uh, 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 folks advocating on our behalf, regardless of uh, the particular position they took uh, to move us uh, forward. As long as their aim and goal was to move us forward, we had to tie all of uh, our leaders' ideas uh, together in one single struggle uh, and move and move forward. And that's what Charles uh, Hamilton uh, 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 Houston uh, realized as uh, dean of Howard Law School and brought all of the various factions in the community together and molded. Uh, a team of uh, lawyers to address uh, the separate equal, uh, the overthrow of the separate equal laws uh, 
of that time. And, and that's, 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 that is the story that I'm telling here and talking about in our 12 disciples, the rise and fall of Jim Crow, is how it was that uh, people with different, black people advocating on our behalf with different ideologies or different uh, uh, different uh, 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 uh Perspectives on how to uh, uh, get us out of uh, this uh, hellhole that we uh, found ourselves in at that during that time. The separate, equal, uh, uh, right out of uh, 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 damn near, uh, in, uh, still in slavery. How to move us past that, regardless of uh, 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 whose idea it was, as long as uh, they uh, uh, had as a goal. Uh, to move us forward, we need to combine all those ideas together and help and tie uh, them into one main objective. One main objective that objective was to overthrow uh, the Jim Crow laws uh, that existed in the time in the country. And William Monroe and uh, William Monroe Trotter and uh, Booker T. Washington. Uh, 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 didn't clash uh, on a on, on a person uh, personal level. They didn't clash on a personal level. They clashed on ideology uh, 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 a level. And and like I said, by the time that Charles Hamilton Houston came along in the early thirties, uh, he got all that stuff together. <laughs> he he uh, he uh, pointed it out to our various leaders with various uh, uh, ideas uh, uh, about how to. Uh, best uh, get rid of uh, the Jim Crow laws, he pointed it out to them and got them together uh, to uh, uh, support one another, as long as their goal was to uh, uplift uh, our people. Uh, we needed everybody. <laughs> we, 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 we needed everybody. We needed Booker T. Washington. We needed uh, uh, William Monroe Trotter. We needed uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. We needed Marcus Garvey. Oh yeah, we we needed everybody, uh, as as long as uh, their objective was uh, to move us forward and to uh, 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 break the chains that band uh, banded us. And at that time, it was the Jim Crow laws uh, in the country when Mister uh, Monroe Trotter was instrumental in forming uh, the Niagara Movement. The Niagara Movement was a precursor of the NAACP. Him and uh, W.E.B. Du Bois, uh, among other people, John uh, Hope, uh, uh, among others, uh, got together uh, back around 1905 and formed that uh, Niagara Movement. I think it was an outgrowth of uh, a race riots in uh, Springfield, Illinois, around that time that killed a bunch of uh, black folks. And uh, they got together and uh, formed this Niagara Movement. Uh, to uh, uh, to uh, form an organization with the uh, 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 that could advocate uh, on a larger scale for our uh, rights and protections here in the country, and that thing led uh, uh, to the uh, to uh, the formation of the uh, NAACP a couple of years later. Uh, I believe uh, 1908, uh, the Niagara Movement dissolved into uh, the NAACP. Uh, yeah, William Monroe Trotter uh, says here, in 1905, Trotter assisted in founding uh, the Niagara Movement with a cast of black militant political thinkers. 
cast of black militant political thinkers, which many scholars have called the forerunner to the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. However, in 1909, tried to refuse to join the newly formed NAACP, in his opinion, compromised by white leadership and finance. As an alternative, he founded the National Equal Rights League. Trotter's outspoken activism also extended to his direct denouncement of President uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson for federally discharging three companies of all black 25th United States infantry after the Brownville riot in Texas in 1906 and supporting segregation in federal government offices, respectively. Trotter also led the protests in Boston for the censorship of the racist motion picture, The Birth of a Nation, in 1915. Within global affairs, Trotter's quest for social justice includes his participating in the Paris Peace Conference in 1919 and his opposition to Marcus Garvey's Back to Africa movement. Now, see all these people, there you go again. Garvey, a brother out of the uh, 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 Caribbean, and one out of 12 disciples, too, y'all. We're going to talk about Marcus Garvey. He uh, was of the notion that us black folks needed to uh, go back to Africa <laughs> and set up shop there. And he, he uh, 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 Marcus uh, Monroe Trotter, uh, saw it differently. But but yet and still, <laughs> as long as Charles Hamilton Houston pointed out, as long as the goal was to uplift our people. We <laughs> we ain't turning down nobody's ideas, y'all. We gonna hey, we ain't turning out nobody's ideas. We gonna support everybody's positive ideas, y'all, and drive this thing forward. Uh, <laughs> so so yeah, that was that was a lot of different uh, ideas floating around, and uh, try to. Uh, was one of them, a powerful brother. Now, by the time uh, we get to uh, our uh, the end of our Twelve Disciples, down to uh, Charles Hamilton Houston, uh, 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 is 1830, uh, around the uh, late 1920s, early 1930s, when he take over the Howard uh, Law School. Uh, remember, this guy's still around then, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, him and the boys, they still around. They still a powerful, powerful uh, uh, advocate on our behalf. Uh, when uh, Charles Hamilton Houston took over uh, 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 the Howard uh, uh, Law School back in the uh, late twenties, there his uh, main charge was to overthrow uh, uh, the separate equal laws. When he took over that uh, law school, that was his charge. He got with the NAACP and all these great minds to come up with a uh, plan. And uh, he uh, devised the uh, the plan. He quieted everybody down. He got everybody on the same page. No matter what your idea was, when you come to me, if you come to me, this is Charles Hamilton Houston, when you come to me uh, with your uh, uh, point of view, if it's positive and uplifting for my people, we're going to use it. We're going to support you because at the end of the day, we're going to, what we zeroed in on and our objective uh, is collectively to overthrow uh, the separate equal laws that's holding us down. That's holding us down in the country here today. 
that's Charles Hamilton Houston telling the various uh, ideologies within the uh, uh, black community back then, whether it be Booker T. Washington, uh, Marcus Garvey, or William Trotter, uh, William Monroe Trotter, W.E.B. Du Bois, or whoever. All of them. He brought all of them together. All those uh, uh, geniuses, minds, and ideas. He brought them together uh, in one uh, uh, unit. Uh, unit. And uh, the end result was a 25-year struggle uh, to overthrow that thing. From 1930 all the way to 1954, they set in motion a one determined uh, effort to get rid of uh, uh, Plessy. That was the main goal. That was uh, uh, the main goal of uh, our 12 disciples. As I write about it, y'all, we put this thing together. That was their main goal. It took them 25 years after uh, Charles Hamilton Houston uh, uh, devised a plan to uh, make it happen. And uh, they made it happen. They made it happen. Now, a lot of folks got killed along the way in that struggle. A lot of folks got killed along the way. One Mr. William Monroe Trotter was found dead on July 4th of 1934. Somehow they claim that he somehow fell out of his third-story window and killed himself. (laughs) We suggest, just looking at history, what I can tell, that uh, they never did uh, come to a a definitive uh, cause of death. Uh, I think it was foul play, y'all. I think the man was killed. I think the man was killed. He was dangerous. He was dangerous. It scared a lot of folks at the establishment. They used to the establishment. And uh, I think he was killed in 1934. But that struggle went on because Charles Hamilton Houston had uh, had uh, framed it in such a way that uh, that uh, that thing had to go forward. Yeah, he framed it in such a way that uh, no matter what your uh, uh, particular train of thought was, as long as it was for the uplift of Americans of African descent, and, uh, its uh, objective was to uh, rid uh, rid us of, of the separate equal laws here in the country, uh, we were going to use it. We were going to bring that thing in and uh, uh, support it uh, with uh, everything we have, all the might we could muster. And that's what happened. It took them twenty five something years, y'all, to uh, get that thing done from uh, from uh, let's say uh, nineteen thirty all the way to nineteen fifty four, some twenty five years uh, to get that thing done. A constant, uh, deliberate, uh, uh, focused on uh, uh, that one objective to overthrow uh, to overthrow Plessy, uh to uh, rid uh, the country of. Uh, the separate equal laws, the uh, uh, 14th Amendment uh, infringements that uh, uh, held so many of its citizens uh, back uh, and, and uh, proclaimed them to be a second-class citizens here in this country. We, uh, that's what our twelve disciples did. Yeah, that's what they did. It took them a whole ninety years. Hey, really? Let's go back. 
let's go back. They worked on this thing now. Let's be realistic. From 1865, from its inception, out to our disciples, they worked on this thing from its inception, y'all, all the way to the fall uh, of Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a journey, y'all. It's certainly uh, more than the 40 years that uh, Moses been out there in that desert. <laughs> We we struggle in this uh, political uh, purgatory uh, uh, here after that civil war for some ninety years. <laughs> hey, <laughs> y'all don't know. Hey y'all, it's about eight thirty here. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we just about uh, got this thing knocked out, y'all. Talking about one Mister William Monroe Trotter, y'all, one of our twelve disciples in our new uh, work. The rise and fall of Jim Crow. Yeah, talking about uh, 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 that part of the country's history. Uh, that uh, for some reason the the uh, uh, folks like to forget about. Uh, they like to forget about it and pretend that it never happened. Uh, when uh, we uh, start talking about reparation, they start talking about wealth redistribution. <laughs> and they uh, these folks uh, took away uh, 14th Amendment rights for uh, some hundred years. And now uh, uh, is wealth re- uh, redistribution uh, when the law itself, uh, <laughs> the law itself, <laughs> Uh, deprived uh, my people, the law itself deprives my people of uh, uh, of the uh, uh, protection that uh, uh, the constitutions uh, said that I had. Uh, they turned around and uh, somehow took it the very law uh, <laughs> uh, that was supposed to protect me uh, failed. And uh, some some other some other crazy law superseded it some kind of way and for some ninety years. I mean, we never did get uh, paid for that, y'all. Oh no, we we still owe for that, and that's what uh, we talk about to reparation. You know, I don't I don't write anything without uh, I advocate for reparation. By the way, on behalf of Americans of African descent, at least my family. Now a lot of a lot of Americans of African descent don't uh, don't want no partial reparation. I I know that. Uh, me, uh, those that trace their history back to uh, slavery here in this country, certainly uh, those even uh, born before 1954 here in the South, certainly uh, are due uh, reparation. Oh, yeah. I was born in 1945 in Hampton, Georgia, in Henry County, Georgia, without uh, 14th Amendment protection. Yeah. Yeah. That injured me. Economically, socially, and every other kind of way uh, uh, you can think of. Uh, I'm due reparation for that. My people are due reparation for that. That's why the economic uh, disparity in the country is uh, such that it is, because of those violations. Yeah. So we uh, check my book out, folks. Go to hushmoblack.com, hushmoblack.com, my website. Follow us on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page and like that page. Our new book, Racism and Hate, an American Dilemma, 
a collection of history, documents, essays, and analysis about the phenomena that is uh, racism in the, uh, America. Hey, hey, believe it or not, racism is as Americana as apple pie, y'all. It's as Americana as apple pie. Racism is. Hey, I, I researched it, yeah. It ain't just a, a racism. It's not just uh well, it is, too. One of the things it is is a, a group of people feeling superior to another group or race of people. Uh, but it also is a system of government. Racism is also a system of government. Hey, by definition. It's also a system of government. Hey. <laughs> yeah, the Constitution, y'all. Was a system of government. By definition, it was a system of, uh, a racist system of government. By definition, y'all. It allowed for the existence of uh, uh, humans to be classified as property, to be owned, sold, and classified as property. That's a racist system of government by definition. Slavery itself is a form of racism by definition. Slavery here in this country was a form of racism by definition. Racism itself, the word in the English language, uh, uh, got there from uh, the uh, establishment of this country forward in the the, uh, uh, establishment of African slaves here in this country. That's where racism comes from, y'all. The word in the English language. That's where it comes from. <laughs> look it up. Hey, look it up. Don't, there ain't nothing I said. I can't make stuff up like that. Y'all ain't smart enough. All I do is look at uh, uh, history. That's all I do out here on the Hushbuck Back for. We don't, uh, <laughs> we ain't smart enough to do anything. We can't, hey, like the good book said, we can't turn out one strand of hair, white or black. Uh, <laughs> we can't. So all we all we do is just look at history, uh, and that's what we did in our book, uh, Racism and Hate in American Dilemma. We went back and traced uh, the origin of racism as, as it pertains to this country now, because we remember, we're only talking about, I'm dealing with a narrow uh, uh, space, uh, space and time uh, when we uh, start talking about uh this country's history, we're just talking about 200-something years, two or 300 years. That's a short time in man's history, but we just deal with that, uh, uh, that uh, you know, that time frame uh, when dealing with uh, my subject matter here of racism uh, and hate and American dilemma. We're just talking about uh, from 1776 until now, <laughs> the formation of this country. We're just dealing with our plight here in this country. Now, a lot of folks say, well, yeah, what about your uh, ancestors over there in Africa who sold you? Uh, those folks that bear some blame. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, 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 uh, is, uh, co-conspirators in this, uh, uh what is this, a, a tragedy? <laughs> if this was a play, would it be a tragedy? <laughs> yeah. In this tragedy. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I you know I, I there is you know my DNA comes straight from Nigeria the Yoruba folks over there. Uh, they uh, bear some responsibility, y'all. <laughs> I will no doubt. 
I mean, all those jokers should have died uh, right there uh, in the motherland before they uh, let some of the other folks get captured or sold off or whatever. Now, obviously, uh, there was a lot they didn't know. But uh, yet still, yeah, I I, I got some uh, beef with them, but but we ain't talking about them right now. My my concern is what happened uh, to my people once they got to the shore, once they uh, got on that boat that was chained to that slave ship. I'm just concerned with their uh, plight uh, from that point uh, forward. From the moment somebody chained them to the bottom of a slave ship, I'm, 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 I'd take up their story from that point forward to now and not deal with it. That's what I'm right about. Now, everybody else, you know, more than me that's uh, looking at history out here. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, looking at that uh, space and time there. So, yeah, we... Uh, Find that uh, racism is uh, uh, is it just as American as apple pie? Yeah, that's where it was developed right here in this country as we know it today. As we know it today, it uh, was invented right here by the enslavement of uh, those Africans. Yeah? Those folks uh, used racism as a, uh, a a tool, as a as a social tool. To, uh, to to uh, maintain uh, uh, some social order here in the South, they use racism as a social tool to maintain uh, uh, some uh, established order here in the South. Uh, that old uh, antebellum uh, society here used racism and it ingrained it in uh, uh, the folks, white and black. <laughs> it ingrained uh, uh, the notion that. Uh, uh, white folks were superior uh, to uh, the blacks, and uh, 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 they were to be kept as uh, property and uh, 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 stripped of their uh, 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 stripped of all of their uh, uh, culture, and they did. They stripped them of all of their culture, mixed them up, uh, blended them up. Uh, I polygamized them and uh, uh, well, maletotized them and everything else. Uh, what they did was uh, 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 one of the most uh, inhumane acts to, uh, against uh, humans the world's ever known. Yeah? What they did was one of the most uh, inhumane acts against uh, fellow humans uh, that the world's ever known. On a moral level, oh, absolutely. You don't think uh, 600,000 folks died here in this country for no reason. Hey, the man upstairs pissed off about uh, the shenanigans uh, that was going on here in the country, y'all. He brought that thing down, too. He brought that stuff down. Hey, Lincoln was just having nightmares about the... Lincoln was just having nightmares at the end of the term. He had to get that Thirteenth uh, Amendment, Thirteenth uh, uh, Amendment, uh, in that Constitution, yeah, before that war would come to an end. They couldn't figure out why that war was still going on. Lincoln was having nightmares about it. He couldn't figure it out. So we done killed five hundred thousand people, and that war was still going on. Why? He went running to uh, some uh, dream. He went. He went to Daniel. 
y'all, y'all remember Daniel in the Bible when King uh, uh, Abacadabra, uh, Abacadabra uh, 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 fessed him and uh, wanted him to uh, translate this dream that he couldn't remember? <laughs> hey, Lincoln found himself there, y'all. Lincoln found himself there. Uh, searching out his Daniel to uh, uh, decipher that dream for him, that dream that was waking him up that night, uh, trying to <laughs> waking him up uh, in a cold sweat uh, 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 at the uh, end of that Civil War, y'all. That war just went in. He didn't know why it went in. Hey, the man upstairs had him, <laughs> was driving that thing, y'all. They had to get that, uh, rid of that institution of slavery, of human uh, uh, selling human uh, bodies. They had to get rid of that system. And that, that war wasn't going to stop until a lot more folks died. <laughs> if they did get rid of it, uh, the system came tumbling down, y'all. They got that 13th Amendment in there, and the war stopped. The war stopped. Hey. Y'all don't know. Y'all, y'all, hey. Hey, y'all, it's about, uh, wow. 20 minutes till, the hour at nine, y'all. This evening is about to get away from us here. How y'all doing out there? Facebook friends, what's up? I really been paying attention to, to what's going on in the world other than uh, uh, got bogged down with the, the craziness that uh, is going on up in Cleveland, Ohio with the the three young ladies being kidnapped in hell for some Ten years rape, having kids, abortions. She has a real maniac at uh, the picture uh, that's being painted of him. Looks like a real maniac. Uh, he done kidnapped uh, three ladies. I don't tell how many more. We, you know, that's how, all we know. But uh, apparently, chained him somehow in his basement for ten years. Can you imagine that? For ten years. How how he you know concealed all this for that long? I I I have no earthly idea. I mean, he had to feed them, uh, clothe them. I guess I suppose I, I don't know. One of them had a baby. Several of them had abortions while in captivity. You know, that's just an evil uh, uh, act there. So. The country, the moral uh, couples in this country is not right, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That I ain't no saint. But the moral couples in this country is just not right. It ain't been right in a long, 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 long time, or has it ever been right? But uh, something, something is really crazy. It's just too much craziness going on uh, in the country, y'all. Starting with the darn uh, government. Starting with that Congress up there. Somehow, this country moral compass is still off here. That's all I can say. That's what I say now. This is talking here, y'all. This is right off the old cuff. <laughs> this is 
This is what I say. But uh, we don't know. Hey, will that compass get off too far? <laughs> will that moral compass get off too far? Uh, it's going to have to swing back the other way, y'all. Some, something's going to have to bring back the other way now. Because remember, if we get too far one way, the man upstairs is going to uh, uh, bring that thing back the other way, y'all. If man don't do it, the man upstairs is going to do it. That moral compass can only uh, get so far out of kilter without uh, without the intervention of uh, God Almighty and my man. So, yeah, we are curious to see how much... How much longer this thing is gonna gonna go? Because right now we got some serious uh, issues in the country. Moral issues. Other than that, I mean, I think the country's uh, <laughs> headed for bigger and better things. To y'all, if we can just get those. Uh, uh, the moral uh, uh, issues sell. If we could sell those, I think everything else in the country would take care of itself, from immigration to gun reform to uh, the health care reform to all that stuff. If you could get your moral compass <laughs> a right, uh, everything else uh, would take care of itself, I believe, no doubt. But that's a hard, uh, 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 seems to be a hard thing to do, mainly because the, of the church, the Christian church itself is so uh, uh, comp- has been so compromised here in this country over the years now. Hey, somehow, two other disciples pointed that thing out a long, long time ago, y'all. Where uh, the Christian uh, religion here in the country, the, uh, uh, that uh, uh, the majority uh, purports to be. Uh, was compromised by uh, uh, the racism that existed here in the country. You pointed that out a long time ago. And sure enough, uh, that church today is still quiet on uh, 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 so, a lot of social issues. Right to think. Still quiet on a lot of social issues uh, that it should be speaking up uh, 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 about. And uh, they remain silent. And uh, at the same time, still proclaim to be uh, these uh, Christians. And, uh, some of y'all come not sure how uh, how they tie themselves into that uh, dogma, but uh, seem to be flawed. Uh, they don't seem to adhere to uh, its uh, tentacles that I can see. Surely, one of the first. Uh, commandments of uh, that uh, religion is to uh, first of all love uh, God Almighty above uh, everything and everybody and all gods and then secondly to love your neighbor as yourself if you do those two things <clears throat> love your neighbor as yourself if you can do those two things 
the first two commandments of uh, Christianity. If you can do those two things, uh, I suggest uh, everything else, all the other Ten Commandments, Eight Commandments, how many of ever uh, else it is, uh, would fall in place. <laughs> yeah. If you follow those two commands, the first two, everything else uh, would fall in place for you. Love that God with all that man, heart, and soul. And then treat your neighbor as yourself. That's all. Do those two simple things. Those two things. Do those two things first. And all the rest of those commandments, you don't need to worry about them. You don't need to worry about them because if you follow those two, uh, uh, you'd automatically adhere to uh, the other eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just think about it. If you love God uh, with all your might and soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself, uh, you can't help. You can't help but to uh, adhere to the, the other eight if you uh, uh, adhere to those uh, first two. Hey, y'all. No, that's just me. The husband was talking here, y'all. We ain't no, <laughs> we're not a prophet, a preacher, or a teacher, y'all. <laughs> so, no, hey, you, you know, your spiritual guidance. <laughs> You uh, got to. You might want to touch base with somebody else to get that uh, far greater than me. <laughs> if you, if you if you want some real uh, uh, verifiable uh, proof to what I say, you you might want to touch base with uh, the man upstairs. You yourself, and because uh, remember now, no matter how. Much you go to church, or how a devoted a Christian uh, you are, or whatever your religious uh, denomination is, whether it be Muslim, Christian, or Jewish, or whatever, uh, no matter how devoted you are to that uh, dogma, uh, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you uh, transition out of this reality to that next reality, it's just going to be you in. Uh, your God. It's just going to be you and your God. It ain't going to be nobody else. It ain't going to be me, uh, you and them, or you and they, or we and them. And It's going to be you and your God. It's just going to be those, you, uh, <laughs> hey, just you, you and uh, 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 God Almighty is going to uh, be right there together. Nobody else. Ain't nobody going to be holding your hand uh, when you make that uh, transition, you yeah. So if you want to uh, verify something that anybody say, whether it be a preacher, a teacher, or a prophet, or whoever, you uh, go and uh, uh, have that conversation with the man upstairs yourself. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, you, you can <laughs> you can reach him. <laughs> Let me tell you. You you can reach him. It, it, uh. Hey y'all! Uh, wow, how time flies when you're having fun, y'all. It's about ten more, uh, ten till the hour of nine out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. It's been my plum pleasing pleasure to uh, to have uh, been able to spend this evening with y'all. 
although we kind of just uh, got bogged down talking about uh, uh, the mood of the country and uh, how it seemed that uh, some in the country want to take the country back uh, to the good old days. Uh, to yesteryears, uh, but uh, we we have to we have to keep moving forward, yeah. Yeah, the country has to keep moving forward. We we can't allow the country to slip back into uh, into uh, its past. as some would have uh, us do. We have to be on guard. In our community, that's a minority here in the country. We have to be on double guard. Uh, yeah, we have to we have to be on double guard. Y'all, y'all know. It's always been that way. It ain't nothing new. This ain't no new phenomenon. In fact, it might be... Uh, we have to be doubly... <laughs> Double double on guard uh, today. Hey, things are getting to, things are serious, y'all. This is not a joke. I, we're not out here just. Uh, we 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 do have fun out here now. We we do have fun out here on the Hushmo Black Forum, but uh, our subject matter is serious, y'all. We serious as cancer uh, when we uh, when we out here talking. We we ain't joking. We. <laughs> We are serious. These are trying times, y'all. These are trying times. We still at war. The country's still at war. We fighting two wars. We we still got people in uh, Iraq. They say we ain't got none. We still got a, a sizable, uh, uh, quite a, a few folks over there. Still got a red on a hundred thousand folks in Afghanistan. We still at war, all over the world. <clears throat> we at war all over the world, really. When when it comes to uh, <laughs> That declared war uh, on terrorism, however you define it, uh, that declared war on terrorism is ongoing since the Congress gave uh, President Nixon back in 2002 <clears throat> uh, to wage it. The Congress of the United States gave him authorization to wage this uh, ending war on terrorism. This undefined war on terrorism. Uh, this uh, uh, broad-reaching war on terrorism was authorized by the Congress of the United States back in 2002. And it's still going. It's ongoing. It was passed on to this administration in its ongoing. We at war uh, against uh, uh, terrorism all over the globe, and we're killing people. People, and we're dying. People are killing us. And <clears throat> now, <clears throat> all of a sudden, <clears throat> this Congress, this do nothing Congress, is talking about four Americans being killed in uh, Benghazi when uh, thousands <laughs> have been killed. Uh, since 2001, thousands have been killed since 2001 because uh, we're at war. People die uh, in war. One of the tragedies of war, people are killed. 
in war. And we're at war. I'm even shocked that these do-nothing phonies up there uh, in that Congress be holding some kind of darn hearings on uh, this Benghazi uh, junk that we've already watched and rewatched and hashed uh, 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 time and time again uh, uh, while we're in the middle of a war. I am shocked uh, that uh, uh, this thing has uh, denigrated to uh, 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 such uh, 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 pettiness and uh, uh, while we're at war. While we're at war, and people died in an area that's at war, been at war, had a, a right in the midst of a bloody revolution within the country, and they're shocked that uh, some of our people got killed. It's a tragedy, no doubt, that that ambassador's uh, uh, death was a tragedy. But no more uh, so than uh, the soldiers that died in uh, Iraq, the thousand that died in Iraq, is no more of a tragedy than that. Uh, the ones that died in an ill-begotten uh, 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 war uh, that Iraq was, uh, those thousands that died there and was maimed uh, in that uh, hell hole. The ambassador's lives, uh, those four people's lives, is no more important uh, than the thousands that died in Iraq, uh, in Afghanistan. No more important, y'all. Every American life is equally as po- uh, important. Period. Period. I don't hear all the rage and the craziness uh, going on about the thousands that died in Iraq uh, uh, from the Republican Party. They know they got into that thing on, under some lies and some faulty intelligence and uh, some hey nine one hey nine eleven itself in two thousand one nine eleven itself was a result of uh, some uh, mess ups within uh, that Republican administration back then. Y'all, y'all know. And now they want to run away uh, from uh, that uh, failure, that intelligence lapse. Uh, and now they are uh, trying to pin this president down to uh, some junk uh, equal to that. Come on, y'all. 3,000 folks died uh, back then. And our most uh, sacred uh, institution was attacked back then. Our financial capital was attacked and blown, uh, brought down. The World Trade Center was brought down a symbol of our uh, economic might, of the Pentagon itself. Our military headquarters was attacked by, uh, for what we know, 19 thugs uh, uh, who hijacked four planes because of uh, the uh, ineptness of Dick Cheney and uh, and, uh, George W. Bush, uh, his administration there. The uh, the fumbling and bumbling of that uh, Republican administration caused, uh, allowed 9-11 to happen, you know. That was on George Bush's watch. Hey, no doubt. We ain't going to let them forget that. We ain't going to let them forget that. Now, that was a Republican uh, uh, who uh, was in charge uh, when 9-11 uh, of 2001 came around. Yeah. <laughs> They think they can uh, rewrite history and uh, kind of wash that away. Can't do it. It can't be done. It can't be do- done. Uh, 
Hey, y'all. <clears throat> That's just about going to do it for us. But now, <clears throat> I don't know where this evening went, but uh, it's been my pleasure sharing it with you. We're going to be back next week, same time, same station, out here on Blog Talk. Uh, 7 o'clock, we come to you at 7 to 9 every Every Saturday, we're out here on Blog Talk, and we shall return again next week. Until then, y'all be good. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.